This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Over the summer, over even over the spring, since the Rockets are not uh, playing, normally playing at the playoffs as of late, we spent a lot of time talking about basketball that we've seen and basketball that we're going to see, uh, but not basketball that we're seeing at the moment. So. That that is the significance of the preseason opener. The Rockets obviously won the preseason opener against the Indiana Pacers, one hundred and twenty-two to one hundred and three, on what was that Tuesday night? Uh, but but look, the significance of it. Forget the win. It's just that we actually have basketball to talk about and react to and to watch. So here's to bringing back basketball, Adam. You were in the building. You were actually at Toyota Center for this game, to my understanding anyway, right? Yes. Um, you, you've basically been at every game for the most part. Forever. So uh, so tell me, man, what were, what were your impressions of this game? I know, I know watching, I felt like I was watching a better basketball product just in the moment, but I wasn't like overwhelmed, you know, like I didn't, <laughs> I wasn't like superly impressed by anything in particular. So I am interested in what your takeaways were from this game. I mean, do we really have basketball to react to? I mean, it, it's, I, you know, I try to be interested in the priest. It's difficult. It's really hard. Um, the games are just so choppy and there's no flow to them at all. Um, you look just last night, you had, I think three, three quarters, it was 40 fouls and 52 free throws. So it's really hard to get a feel for a whole lot uh, the thing that I was looking for the most was just how Ime Udoka kind of worked his rotations because the plan was everybody was supposed to be available. That turned out to not be the case. Jeff Green didn't play. Reggie Bullock didn't play. And then um, Dylan Brooks was ejected after, you know, four and a half minutes. So you didn't get a great look at what rotations would be. You did well, see did, that you, small. Did you feel like, and not to interrupt, interrupt yeah. you, did you feel like that threw off the, the rotations? Like not just because uh, you're going to have injuries sometimes, but the fact that Dylan Brooks specifically would be out way before you would expect to make a, a substitution that I, I feel like that that might have thrown things off. like I'm not sure if Tari Eason or whoever it was that came in for I think that's who it was that came in for Dylan Brooks I'm not I'm not sure that that's exactly what we would expect the first and, may, and maybe it is but it's hard to know that is what I thought yeah, uh, I asked Ime Udoka that very question and he said no it, it really had no impact I don't know if I totally believe that just because you wanted to probably see that five on the floor together. I think you might've wanted to see um, as guys, you know, checked in and out, you know, who would be, for me, I wanted to see what things would look like um, 
you know, who Dylan Brooks would be on the floor with once they did start to go to the bench. You wanted to see at what point would they actually take Dylan Brooks out of the game because just the way that they did it yesterday, uh, it was Jalen Green who, who went to the bench first. Amon Thompson checked in for him. So you had Thompson and Van Vliet playing together. Then Van Vliet would check in for Green, and then you had Green and Thompson playing together. So that, that was a lot of the stuff that I was looking for. Um, like I said, Ime uh, Yudoka did say that they would go small with Jabari Smith uh, Jr. playing center. They did that a little bit. They Also, I think they had um, – uh, a unit where Eason was playing center, which was something that I want, you know, who else do they feel comfortable with at center? I think that, uh, you know, they talked about Tate playing some center uh, and that's kind of getting back to what he did uh, when he first got to the NBA. So all in all, you don't take a lot out of it because it's summer league and the games are just, they're officiated differently and they're officiated very closely. So you don't get a whole lot of flow. Uh, but I think it was a good first day for them. They played with effort, which I think is important. And that was one of the things that Ime Yudoka said that he wanted to see. And that's one of the things that uh, has kind of carried over from training camp. I will, if you want to, if you want to get into some basketball stuff, um, the defense was, is obviously going to be something that we talk about quite a bit uh, over the course of the season. Uh, Ime Yudoka said they are trying to avoid 30 point quarters. They gave up 31 in the first quarter. He was not happy about that. And then he rattled off three, three pointers where they simply just went under screens. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And that's kind of the attention to detail where they have to get better. The good thing, that's that's an easy fix. Like just knowing the scouting report, knowing that, hey, it's Buddy Heald. You probably shouldn't go under the screen. You know, that's something that, you know, you should be able to get better at. So I think all in all, it's a good first day. It's a good first step for them. You saw some good things. You saw some things that need to improve. But I think you'll take that. I would say if if that's the one of the main criticisms or one of the things that stood out about it, if it's you know, maybe not being on your right defensive defensive assignments or uh, or exactly playing the way that you're supposed to defensively. I, I think that it's not a coincidence that it would happen that way with Dylan Brooks being out of the game five minutes into the game. Like, I do wonder if it's better if your, I would say, unquestioned best defensive player is out there playing. And, and obviously he's one of the veteran presences that you brought in. You know, we'll get we we could talk about Dylan Brooks maybe later, have some fun with that. But on the from the basketball standpoint, like I, I feel like it's, if you're going to have defensive critiques, you, you you have to consider that the best defensive player and the guy that they brought in to be that guy wasn't out there. So it, it will be worth watching and monitoring how different does it look once he's out there, if they're doing if they're doing some of those things a little bit better. I see what you're saying. I don't really agree with that, though, just because that's a scouting report thing. And just with the way that you're going to play, you're going to get matched up on Buddy Heald. You know, everybody, one through five, at some point is going to get matched on a Buddy Heald at some point. You got to know that you can't go under that screen. So I, it doesn't matter if it's Dylan Brooks defending him. It doesn't matter if it's Amin Thompson or Jay Sean Tate or whoever. Like, it's Buddy Heald. You can't go under the screen. So to me, that's just not knowing the personnel of the team that you're playing. And again, this is a young group, so maybe you aren't totally aware that, hey, that's Buddy Heald. Maybe you should, you know, <laughs> snuggle up to him. Uh, yeah, well, and, and, and I think that's I think that's what I was getting at about the veteran part, though. Like yeah. having and, and obviously knows that hey, yeah. I can't go under this. 
Yeah. So like the first time that happens, Dylan, Dylan Brooks can, it has the, obviously the, the presence and the equity built up, you know, the reputation built up to say, Hey, don't do that again, you know, and, and maybe it doesn't happen again, or maybe, you know, maybe they tighten things up after that moment and, and kind of start to learn some things with him out there. But, but you are right. Like it, you should, you should actually know that, like, if we're being honest about it, you shouldn't need Dylan Brooks to tell you that, you know what and, I mean? Like, yeah. And, and it's usually up on the whiteboard before the game. It's you have every player listed and then you say hard clothes, short clothes, you know, medium clothes or whatever. And so you got to know like, Hey, if it's, you know, this is a hard clothes or whatever they call it. Um, then that's a guy that you have to be pressed up on, you know, when, when he's getting screened. So again, that that's nitpicking, but those are the little things that cost you games. You know, that's giving away essentially nine points because you're going under screens on, on whoever. And so you can't, those are the sort of things that you can't do. And those are the sort of things that get you beat. It might, it, it, it is a small thing, but it turns out to be a big thing uh, it, once you get into, you know, actual game. So, you know, it's a little thing. It's something that to me can be pretty easily cleaned up, but that's why it's really important to know the team that you're playing. And that's why you get scouting reports. That's why you watch video. That's why you see stats because that gives you an idea of who you're playing and you need to be aware of those guys uh, when they're on the floor. So it's the fact that they defensively, they improved throughout the night. And I think they held, they held Indiana under 30 points uh, in every quarter after the first, I think they might've even held them under 25 after every quarter after the first, that's a positive. And I think what did they hold them under hundred for the game? We see the yeah, it was 31 in the first quarter, 24, 25, 19. Like, you'll take that. That's that's a good defensive night. Holding anyone in the NBA under 100 points is, is a really good defensive night. You just had that 31 in there in the first quarter when all the starters were playing, or at least most of the starters were playing. So, you know, again, it's a small thing that you just that should be pretty easy to clean up. 